following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Let's talk, but no politics okay. Proudly dedicates all episodes to the loving memory of Constance Chirac, who was one of the biggest supporters of the show. And we like to say thank you for everything that you have done. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk But No Politics, okay, here on the PICPP Radio Network. And before we get into today's episode, here's a message from our sponsor. Looking for video cassettes? I bought a great VCR at Walmart. Now I'm back for some good tape. Great electronics deserve the best accessories, and Walmart has them all at low prices every day. Record up to six hours on T120 VHS cassettes from Polaroid or Sony. Two for only $9 every day. I can record a lot of programs at these prices. I'm buying. Electronics at Walmart when you're ready to buy. That's real All right, so it is time for end of the month movie review with Jack. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> That's good. I like it. With Jack and Marley. And Hello. Me. Oh, they already heard me. I already, oh, yeah. I already made noises. You already made noises? Yeah. All right. And today we are doing Stand By Me, the classic 1980s movie that I just love. But before we get into the review, Let's hear something from the trailer. In all our lives, there's a fall from innocence, a time after which we are never the same. It happened in the summer of 1959, a long time ago. Oh, man, where do you hear this? Where do you hear this? What is it, man? You guys want to go see a dead body? When the night has come and the land is dark we interrupt to bring you an update on the search for the missing 12 year old ray brower kids gone they're never gonna find him not where they're looking and the moon is the only light we'll see you think mighty mouse could beat up superman mighty mouse is a cartoon superman is a real guy no way a cartoon could beat up a real guy We're going to be on every radio and TV show in the country. I still don't think we should go. If I can only have one food for the rest of my life, that's easy. Pass. Cherry flavor pass. No question about it. I'd like to go someplace where nobody knows me. We found him. We got dibs. We better start running, eyeball. They got dibs. The four of us, eyeball. We just make you move. You're dead. For some, it's the last real taste of innocence. I'm never gonna get out of this town now, my Gory. You can do anything you want, man. And the first real taste of life. This is really a good time. The most a blast. But for everyone, it's the time that memories are made of. So darling, darling. Oh, 
All right. So there is the trailer. I think this is a movie I know pretty much everybody from my generation has seen. I know 100%. this was your first time. This was my of first course time. it is. Jack has like a whole list of movies he's never seen. This <laughs> is a, Marley. It's fine. It's fine. This is, this is a classic. And I did not know this was adapted from a Stephen King novel either until today. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, it's a Stephen King book from 1982 called The Body. Oh, I guess I could see that. I have seen the one scene. Uh, no, we'll, never mind. We'll, uh, <laughs> yeah. we'll well, I mean, we could just get into it. Favorite parts, worst parts. I think if we just dive right into it instead yeah, of anything. It. Send it. Yeah. Uh, the, the only part of this movie I have seen is I and I don't know any of the kids' names because I don't remember any of them, so my oh apologies. My is when the kid goes, "Yo, want to see a dead body?" That's the only part <laughs> I've seen of this movie, and it's probably just because like it's been a snippet in like a video I've seen online or something. But I've, I've seen that part because I knew that question was coming. But everything else, no idea. I I watched this movie as a kid. I haven't seen it in years, but I'll talk more about it at the end. But there is a great appreciation for this movie now that i'm an adult but i'll get more to that at the end of it it was a good one it was definitely a good movie yeah it's definitely one of my favorite movies i've seen it a good chunk of times now (laughs) i've seen this numerous times as a kid too and i did not realize richard dreyfus was uh adult gordon until today at the end when i got done watching i was like is that is that richard dreyfus and i had to look it up and there he was was so concentrated on the rest of the gang there. Yeah, the gang was a motley crew, wasn't weren't they? Yeah. Motley crew, yeah. Not the band, babe. Not the band. I love that band. Yeah. Not what we're talking about, but I do love that band. I like fat Jerry O'Connell in this. Little the little chubby version of him. Oh fatty. I shouldn't say that. That's rude. They kind of do tell the story though. That's a great part in the that's probably one of the most memorable for me. Growing up is the story when they're like, hey, Gordy, you know, when they do go out and look for the body and he's like, hey, Gordy, tell us a story because he's the writer. Yeah. He tells the story of uh, of Lardass and Lardass and the pie eating. The pie eating contest. The best. Oh, I love that scene. That was honestly like so creative. And I love how they did that. That was awesome. They like were able to like kind of not flashback, but make his story come to life. I thought that was really cool. That was one of my favorite. I think the other, that was probably like my favorite part as a kid. But now that I'm looking back at it, I love the dynamic between Gordy and Chris Chambers. Yeah, that was, um, Gordy is the writer, like the almost main kid, if you want to say main kid, the one who's talking in the background. Okay. Yeah. Um, And then um, Chris Chambers is like the quote unquote bad boy. Um, they're like best friends and he uh, my favorite scene in the movie is when Chris Chambers is like I wish I was your dad because like I tell you to like stop hanging out with like don't worry about us like you need to focus on your future blah 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 blah. like that is my favorite part of the oh movie. that's Gordy the smart kid smart kid yeah. is Gordy yes okay, okay. Chris Chambers is a kid that has like the um, the leader kid yeah got it got it Will Wheaton was Gordy yeah. Will Wheaton Will Wheaton Will Wheaton Will Wheaton why do you keep on saying that? <laughs> it's Will Wheaton. Will <laughs> because the kids were all good. I mean, Will Wheaton, River Phoenix, Corey Feldman, and Jerry O'Connell were great. I do got to say the one thing that I do not like about this movie is for some reason, 
I have an absolute like pure disdain for Keith or Sutherland. Like I just who'd you play? He was Ace, the leader of like the older kid gang. Okay. Oh yeah, the the kid that with the uh with the knife. Yeah. The gun gets popped out of the body. Okay. I I ju- I just don't like him. I don't know why. Wasn't Ace Chris Chambers' older brother? Yeah. Uh, no, his no. buddy was. Ace was like just the leader of the big kids. Okay. Okay. The, yeah. I was a little confused at that part. His brother was Eyeball. Eyeball. Yes, the eyeball. kid with the backwards hat that was like super young. Yeah. Yep. Or like at least looked younger than the rest of the bigger kids. Got it. That makes sense. Yeah. I can't. I don't know what it is about Keith or Sutherland. He's yeah. a weird actor, I think. Yeah. I, I don't think he's that bad of an actor. I just there's something about how he looks and Someone's how he face. how he yes okay. I I don't want to be that person, but there's just something about him that always annoys me. That's fine. You can be that person. I that person of two points. It's fine. <laughs> I just not entertained by him, not at all. But that That's that was okay. that was probably my biggest thing was in this looking back is the Gordy Chris Chambers friend of relationship that his father's like don't hang out with people like that and then all of a sudden chris like marley said is telling gordy not to be around people like him as well that to go out and do something big that you're better than it then you're better than the small town yeah and he was like we would we're just gonna hold you back if you stay with us like he's like we'll always be friends but just know like if you stay with us you're gonna be held back you're not gonna do as well He's like, we'll be fine. Don't worry about us. He was literally just talking about middle school, too. It was weird. Yeah, going to, like, the next. Yeah, but it was, like, the whole um, principle of it all. Like, he just, he's like, listen, you do your smart kid classes. Like, It was just a very big, deep moment for such a minuscule event. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. They're all 12 going on 13 or something, I believe. So it's that weird it's that weird time of growing up where you're like still into kids things in a way. Yeah. But you don't want to admit it to your friends and you're trying to be more adultish, but you still know, like I remember being 12 and still being kind of into power Rangers, but I didn't admit it to anybody. I was like, no power Rangers are stupid, but yet I'd get off the bus from like middle school and go run home and catch some power Rangers. Rangers. Heck yeah. But that's how it was. I mean, it's it's weird like that. Like you don't play with toys, but yet you go home, and I'm like, "Yay, Star Wars! Power of the Force! Here we go!" So, <clears throat> I think that what makes this movie so great is is in that aspect that they're they're not super young kids, but they're in that transition to a little bit more of adulthood, right? Because I love the questions. Like, the do you think? Superman or Mighty Mouse could beat Superman, and the answer was Superman's a real person, and Mighty Mouse is a cartoon, yeah. and that's all he had to say. That. <clears throat> and that's all he had to say to end the argument was. And I'm thinking to myself in my head, I'm like, Superman's not a real person, and Mighty Mouse, Mighty Mouse isn't real either. But back then, they were saying Mickey Mouse. They were saying Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse. Yeah, Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse. Don't you know who Mighty Mouse is? What the heck is Mighty Mouse? Oh, Here my I come goodness. the day. Mighty Mouse is on the way. I got nothing. Wow. Nothing up, nothing up here in this brain. I, I thought this whole time they were saying Mickey Mouse. I'm like, why is that even no, a question? Mighty Mouse. Yeah. Mighty Mouse. You've never heard of Mighty Mouse? No. Oh, my God. She just showed me a picture, and I got nothing. <laughs> come on. I, I don't know what to tell you. 
I know Mighty Mouse. I'm younger than both of you. That's fine. Where Jack like hid under a rock his childhood. I did not. I did a lot of stuff. Not watching Mighty Mouse. Come on, you don't ever. You never heard the the catchphrase like I just said. No. Here I come. I mean, I've heard the catchphrase, but I did not know that was relative to Mighty Mouse. I didn't even know that was a thing. He's. I had no idea. Basically, a mouse with Superman abilities. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. I like that. We gotta watch the Mighty Mouse when we get home. And I love the always wonderful question, if you could eat one food for the rest of your life. And Vern's like, that's easy, Pez. Yep. <laughs> easy. Cherry flavored Pez. Oh, cherry flavored Pez would get old so quick. Not for Vern. Not for, Not Vern. for Vern. But he's 12. So like now that we're old enough, like. What would you eat when you were 12? I was eating hot dogs and hamburgers, honestly, I think. Oh. And like tacos. Still eating tacos. But I just love those that question behind it. And I love the scheme that they went on to go discover the body of Ray Brower. But yeah, I think that was his name. Ray. Oh yeah, Roman. they had the whole yeah. um thing to tell their parents, yeah. like, oh, um sleeping outside. You guys tell your parents that you're gonna camp in my backfield. I'll say that yeah. whatever. Like they had the whole thing planned out to a T within like seconds too. You know what's funny is every kid did that. I would oh, yeah, tell absolutely. my friends, like, all right, you tell your parents you're sleeping in my house, I'll tell mine I'm sleeping at your house. And then it's like, wait, where are we actually sleeping? Like, that point was never discussed. Yeah, never established. And then, it, I mean, for me personally, it always ended up being my house because my parents didn't really care, well, at least my, on my mom's side. Um, but, but, like, I just, when I was watching that scene, it was really funny because I was like, that's exactly what every kid does. Everybody's sleeping in a different house. So modern technology ruined it. That's what I'm saying. We'd end up somewhere, like you said. Yeah, always end up somewhere. Heck, it'd be, it, it most likely was like the backyard trampoline. We'd be sleeping on my trampoline. We used to do it for, especially when I got older, when we do hotel parties. Yeah. So that way you knew that you didn't have to go home. That's smart. like it's like I'm sleeping at Dave's house, and my mom be like, okay. And then once the hotel party got a little rowdy, I would leave with like somebody else and go sleep at, at their house. Right. The worst the hotel was, parties were great. I went to one. Never Two. had those. We yeah, have a hotel you, party. you find a crappy little motel and you use a fake ID to check in. <laughs> yep. Oh, I never you, did that. <laughs> you know, it was the worst part about it was when I left is I was drunk and I went to this one guy I know, and his father was a ventriloquist. And before I went to bed, he showed me all the all the dummies. So I kept on expecting in the middle of the night to just see one of these things just go like scurry across the floor. And it was it was not good. So that was I was like, I will never go to his house again. And I never did. And I never did. Smart. Yeah. Can I say another part that like I really liked was that yeah. burned um buried his pennies <laughs> yeah. and then oh, yeah. lost the map so he like just spent the whole time digging underneath his porch and that's how they found out about the dead body because Vern lost his penny did, did they ever state that if he found the pennies i don't remember i think i don't think he did i don't know unless it was like at the last like the one of the last scenes where it's like Vern found his pennies and but i don't think he did that scene confused me though because like what one, you don't really need a map for a porch, like to bury. Well, he did. Did you see how big his yeah. underneath his porch was? Yeah, but like 
he also had so many holes underneath there that like he definitely should have found it oh that's so funny and uh february 14 2018 there was a post for from stephen king's website and it said Vern still lives in the same house and still in his 60s goes under the porch to dig for his pennies <laughs> love it i never found the pennies poor Vern. never never wow. found because that kind of screwed like, them over you would be like all right i know kind of where it is it was That's just funny because, like, even when they were going to like buy food and mm-hmm. they got like four cents from Vern, he's like, "What? Seven. I haven't found my pennies yet." Seven cents from big old Vern. That was such a cool thing. Is like when I watch movies like set in a different time period because this was, I think, nineteen fifty nine. He said, yep. "The fact that they had maybe like three dollars and change, and they were able to buy ham, bread, and three Coca Colas." Right. You was- jealous absolutely amazing for three dollars i can get this this is it this is all i get it's a nice can of monster right i mean two for four but whatever yeah that was crazy that's another interesting part too with with uh gordy is when the shopkeeper is talking to him and he's talking about his brother that passed away in the jeep accident and his brother was like the superstar athlete and he asked him he was like so do you play football and he's like no yeah like well what do you do and he's like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, just still trying to find his way. Yeah. I mean, if you asked me at 12 what I did, I'd be, I don't know. Well, like, even still, I think, like, everyone, it was, like, really upsetting to see his, like, parents just didn't care Yeah. about him. Like, it was his brother, and then his brother was the one that cared for him, and then, you know, he's gone now. And then everyone in the town just compares him to his brother. Yeah, it's rough. So, like, even if he knew what he wanted to do, like, he kind of, I feel like he kind of just felt like he wasn't going to be good enough. So he didn't even bother telling anyone that he wrote stories. Ended up proving them wrong. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, right? He had a computer, too, and I was set in 1986. That's pretty fancy. Right? Damn. <laughs> At the end of it, was set in 1986. Right. That's pretty fancy. What are they, freaking rich in 86? <laughs> you got to be pretty rich in about 86 to have a computer. Right. No internet though. What do, what do you do? Play solitaire? No, uh, you get, have you ever seen like an early Apple II with the prompts? No. You put in the giant floppy disk and it'd be like it was bad. We solitaire and you can play Minesweeper. That's about it. We played some Sesame Street game. There was no Minesweeper solitaire. I don't even think there was those like Apple II probably around those times didn't even have a mouse. Well that that's fine. You played Oregon Trail. Heck yeah. You know what? Okay. I ain't mad. I ain't even okay. mad. Oregon Trail's great. The, the other thing that kind of, when I was watching this, is the great train scene. I think that's probably the, <laughs> you know, when they're just walking across that bridge and Vern is being a little baby and he's crawling, which I probably yeah. would done the same thing, so I can't pick on Vern too much. And then Gordy yells train. I didn't realize, as a kid, I was like in such suspense because I was like, oh my goodness, that train's going to hit him. And then I'm looking at it now and I'm like, the special effects at that part oh, yeah. did not age at all <laughs> very age. well with this movie. Which is fine. I mean, yeah, was, you know, it was pretty great, though. I still love that scene. <laughs> I love when they're like, we won't make it down the water. We'll have to swim nine miles back or walk nine miles back. And then like the, at the end of the train part, he just pushes them off the edge. I, I was like, yo, they're in the water. <laughs> they went swimming. <laughs> That was like a long fall, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 
Right away. To, oh, sorry, go ahead. Just for them to pan over and then they're just on the ground. Like, oh, I thought you fell in the water. I was waiting for like the sploosh. I was shocked. There's that giant rock down there. Like nobody cracked their head on that rock. Right. Oh my god. As a kid, I would if I felt I cracked my head on everything. Yeah. Absolutely. That explains a lot. Absolutely. Yeah, that does. If that was me, oh my god. I'd be at that rock. Dead. D E D. That was that's probably that and then uh the leeches. Oh my goodness. I love this funny. movie. I can't it, I can't even pick like a favorite scene because they're all just so great. It, like you're pulling up all these seeds and I'm like, yep, like that one too. The leeches. leeches but, great scene. This is more like a more of a realistic when I'm thinking about it, more of a realistic Goonies or uh or it. Like it has the same thing, like a bunch of younger kids kind of coming of age. Same thing with Goonies in a way, but those are kind of far fetched. You know, the the evil clown coming, whatever the evil clown was, the the entity, and then the Goonies, which I absolutely love. But you know, pirates and adventure and going out there. But this is more like a a realistic Goonies. Because I, like we all said, we could see going to our friends, you know, you want to see a dead body. Do you want to go do this? Do you want to go do that? And actually doing it other than, hey, I'm going to lose my house. We need to go do a treasure hunt and try and get gold and rubies from a dead pirate. That's a myth. (laughs) So we can save the house or we need to all come back to a fake town called Derry to fight an evil entity from killing children. It's definitely a little far-fetched it for sure yeah especially when you find out that it's just all in their imagination but like the thing about it that never made sense to me is how is it actually killing them if it's just in their imagination like i never understood that part it's a, i still right. don't it's a freddy krueger type thing though yeah that's true i also like Vern how he brought a comb so he could so they could look yeah. good and, and that was... drops it on the train yeah <laughs> i dropped the comb i got a comb they're like forget about the comb Vern. it's fine i so funny the Gordy thing too with uh, Gordy and Teddy, where he's talking about how Gordy hates his father, even though he hasn't laid a hand on him since he was three. And yet Teddy idolizes his father, even though he burnt off, almost burnt off his ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, that was a very interesting dynamic right there. Or like kind of story. And Teddy just sees his father as this awesome guy. And because Gordy's dad just treats him like absolute crap. He's like, I don't give a crap about my dad. I just want to kill him. But I get it. Kids are impressionable. Soundtrack was really good too. I was jamming to the music. <laughs> lollipop, lollipop. <laughs> That's a banger. Yeah, it is. That's too funny. Same thing with uh what is it? Every day? Every day. It's like in a moment. Going fast than a roller coaster. I didn't realize how great the soundtrack was to this until until today. It's just amazing, absolutely amazing songs. That's a soundtrack theme. guy. Sorry. No, you're fine. You're not. No, like I'm not. Like when I'm watching movies, I don't really like listen for the sound. Like not that people do. Like, but like I I feel like I barely hear the music or the soundtracks. Unless they're very prevalent. Music scoring sets the scene for like everything. And, oh, I know. And I sets get that. Sets the tempo for the movie. Like I just very rarely hear it. 
like unless they're like unless they're doing like a panning scene where like the music's loud in the background but like when there's a soundtrack that's like just playing in the background but there's still action going on on the screen i never get those yeah like when the guys were like tattooing or like razor blading the gang sign into them and lollipop was playing in the background yeah i like barely heard it really because there's the buzzing of the the tattoo you know all that like the part where they're running away from the they were carving that in yeah they were carving with a razor maybe i'm maybe i'm mistaken I would have to. I would have to physically watch it again. To, it's like with a razor. No, I, yeah. I would have to physically watch it again to like see it or to hear it. I guess. Or a razor case. blade. I guess not like a razor, but. I, it would. It looked painful. It's not a normal way to give a tattoo. <laughs> I think that's the best way to do it. Fair enough. Scarification. What's weird? Scarification. It's like the same thing. Like they just. It's like a tattoo, but purposely. Never mind. We don't know. We're good. We gotta brand them. Yeah. Because they're the cool cobra gang. The cool cobras. And the S was a snake. That's cool. I didn't notice that. I didn't either. Yeah. He says it when the guy is like talking. He's like, Would you quit moving? You're gonna make me mess up the like tail or something he said. That was the other funny part too, is when they were talking about it and they were like, We can't tell anybody in the gang. We gotta keep it to ourselves. And then they're off doing separate things, and they're like, "Swear on your mother's something that you won't tell <laughs> that you won't tell anybody." And they tell everybody. Of course. In that one gang, they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna tell everybody, and we're just gonna go, and we're gonna find this body, and we're gonna be heroes." That I think is probably one of the biggest things. So Gordy and them do find the body. The gang's there. Do you? I mean, today it's easy. I just call somebody on a cell phone and be like, I got a dead body right here. Right. You know, <laughs> let, let me send you my coordinates. I'll text it to you. And they'll be like, no, don't worry about it. We got you. Uh, we got you triangulated on, you know, cell towers, but would you have moved the body or would you have left it like they did? Well, uh, I don't think their intention was to leave it. Cause um, when they first get there before the, the big gang does, mm-hmm. um, they were going to make a stretcher. Yeah. Yeah. And like walking back. <laughs> but would you have still moved them though? Me personally? I probably wouldn't have. If you and your friends I think were. So. To... I probably would have. Like at least tried to bring it back to town. That's a long walk. Yeah. That's fair. Oh, you were, could always. friends with the kid, right? No. 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 It was just some kid that went to school with them. Okay. So, so an acquaintance essentially. Yeah. I mean, it was a small town. Like everybody yeah. knew everybody. So. Yeah. yeah, no, I don't think I'd move it. I'd be like, nope. Fingerprints off, gone, didn't touch it. I don't think they're doing that. No, I know. This is like 19, early 60s, late 50s. This is where I could like walk into a, walk up to somebody, shoot them in the head and like walk away. And they'd be like, oh, look, a pool of blood. (laughs) I don't know who did it. (laughs) He shot him with, uh, according to this bullet, a gun. Can you see any? Yes, it was a gun. Yeah. (laughs) Can you see any type of threading on there? What do you think this is? We've got magnifying glasses and our electromagnoscopes and everything else. No way. He shot him with a gun. <laughs> he did it. Yeah. Who did it? I don't know. Somebody, some dude. I would have, I think I would have left it for two reasons. I think as a kid, I wouldn't want to carry it. Fair. <laughs> that would Fair. be, I'm going to be totally honest. Number one. And I think number two, it's just letting the body rust. That's fair. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, just let it chill out. 
But you have to tell someone back in town anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, like they, like, like everyone's looking for him, so. Yeah, I feel like word got out because of the, the teenagers, the kids, the older crew. Yeah, but they told their group. Like, they didn't go and tell anybody because they wanted to be heroes, remember? Because yeah. they went out with fishing poles and was like, oh, if we get stopped, we're just a couple of guys that just wanted to go fishing. Yeah. Like, oh, look, a body. The genius plan, though. It really was. It was really good. These are some smart kids. As bad as some of them were, these are some smart kids. Oh, can we just talk about how um, Chris, I think that was his name, Christopher? Yeah. Um, how he was, like, paved to be the the bad kid of the group because his brother Eyeball was, um, you know, bad kid in a gang. And he stole the milk money but, like, went to go return it and the teacher took it and, like, bought herself a new skirt. Yeah, some bull crap. Yeah. And then just blamed it on him. Because mm-hmm. their dad was a drunk, too. Yep. So yeah, I at least turn it back in. And nobody nobody ever believes the kid. Like when you're when you're that young. Especially when it's him. Like Right, yeah. Like when you have that rep from your brother. But like even like when you're that young and like you don't have that reputation from an older sibling at all. It's just like nobody will ever believe the kid over the teenager or over the teacher. It's like, yeah, no. I I gave Miss Smith whatever the money back. Like, nah, nah, I didn't. I do like that they gave Christopher like um like a backstory or not a backstory but like a, a bit. like an afterwards thing like at the end of the movie he's like oh chris like blah 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 blah. i don't know if we're gonna talk about it to like we could spoiler uh, <laughs> yeah it's a spoiler because it kind of because when i watched it as a kid i didn't concentrate on the little nuances of different things so this time was kind of like watching it for the first time all over again other than certain parts that I knew was going to happen, like the leech, yeah. the story. I didn't realize in the beginning where he's sitting in the car, it, you know, to kind of lead in and then we could lead into it later that it says Chris Chambers fatally, fatally stabbed to death in a restaurant. Uh-huh. And they show you Chris Chambers and you're like, oh, I know why he got stabbed. And then he tells you, oh, well, I'll let you go if you want, if you want to talk about it, you know, what happened to him at the end. Yeah, so like after the whole movie, it's like he's you pan back to him, like writing the story or whatever, and he just basically says, like Christopher, like beat his reputation, like went to, um, like went to college, became I think a lawyer. Yeah, was that's a what lawyer. his job was. Yeah, and then um, you know, he was constantly defending people and stuff like that, and there like a fight broke out in front of him in line some random place at a diner like a bank or whatever and he just went in to like separate the fight and got stabbed and died some bull crap it always happens with the good guys really he was like that wreck it ralph type thing just because you're a bad guy does that make you a bad guy as you said in wreck it ralph like aa but for (laughs) bad guys anonymous yeah but was isn't that kind of like how you felt about him like he was he was supposed to be this bad bad boy like oh man look at him he's got the pack of cigs rolled up into his into his uh t-shirt you know if this was the outsiders he would have been a greaser oh yeah absolutely he's not he's not a good he's not a good kid but yet when he talks to gordy you see this completely different other side of him where he's this sensitive uh, caring child that just kind of has some rough edges because that's what he needs to do to get by in life I feel like just because you chalk somebody up to be a bad guy doesn't mean they are. It's a, it's a book. 
you know, you can't, what is, I can't even think of the analogy right now. <laughs> You're doing great. You're doing great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spending too much time with Jack. <laughs> you can't judge a book by its cover. There we go. There it is. There it is. And I think that's the way it was. And then you got crazy Corey Feldman's character, Teddy, who just whacked out. I love Teddy. It, it, He's crazy. It, Come on, men. It, he was great. I think there's always that one kid, though. There's always, I think you could pinpoint any friend from this. Because there's always a small group when you're growing up. Of maybe, you know, there's like the four of you, but two of you are really close, like Gordy and, and Chris. And the other one are, you know, you're friends with them, but you're not as good of friends as you are with the other person. Right. Yeah. And they all bring their own. They all bring their own little flavor to each one, and I, that's what they needed together. It happens. Nothing wrong with that. You guys got anything else you want to share? Or? No, I think that was it. I uh, also picked out your characters like way in the beginning, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm ready she for did. the podcast." <laughs> All right, I will. I'll let you go first because I'm still kind of deciding. So, okay. Marley, you get to go first. Who would you play, so, and who would you pick for me and Jack to play? So I would play, um, I think, Chris, like just as the mediator. I'm always the mediator and everything. So um, I also, I was rough around the edges a little bit growing up. So not that bad. Like I never stole like the milk money or anything, but I am definitely the mediator. And I like kind of almost parent my friends when they need to be parented. So that's me. Sometimes personally. they need it. Sometimes they need it. They do. Um, for Jack, originally I picked Vern. Because <laughs> I was a chunky kid too. Originally I picked Vern, um, but then I switched it to Gordy. Like it's he's creative, and he has his little childish moments where, yeah, <laughs> he's like looking at me like what? Um, he can see me. He sees yeah. my visions. And then Andrew, I picked you as Gordy's older brother. I love John like, Cusack, so that's really yeah. Neat. <laughs> he was just like the supportive, like, you know, always there, like, regardless of what, like, what was going on, like, didn't really care so much about his reputation, like, was looking out for his, like, little brother. So that's what I pick. You want to go, Jack? No, you can go. Okay. For me, I kind of went with who I thought I would be as a kid, and I, I'm a Vern. I'm kind of <laughs> that scaredy. I was that scaredy kid. I was a chubby kid. I was taller than everybody, but I was more scared than anything else. Probably because I was more scared of like my mother. I remember we were doing the whole like ding dong ditch thing. And I was like, nope, I'm going home. I'm done. I'm out. So I'm definitely would be Vern. Cause like I said, I would be crawling on that train thing. Cause I'm not good with heights. There's no railing. Matter of fact, I was watching something about star Wars empire strikes back and they were showing cloud city and I never realized it. But there's no guardrails on the landing things at Cloud City. And I'm like, what happens to somebody falls? They just die. Right. So straight down. I'm a vert. You would eat Pez. You would eat Pez for the rest I of your I loved Pez as a kid. I don't know. I, nailed it. I knew it. I, I loved it. Pez as a kid. That was like one of the greatest treats. Pez. You like the cherry one? It didn't matter. Oh, fair. I told you I was a chubby kid. I, now I want Pez. <laughs> right? It was Pez. Yeah. They, they, they still to, make yeah. Pez. Pez. And then the ultimate treat was the Barnum animal crackers and a little box with the string on them. Oh, like, and it looks like a circus on the outside, like the red one. Yes. That was. Oh man. Those are awesome. That was like the ultimate treat. So I would definitely be Vern. I would lose my pennies because I'd used to hide money away from my brother and everything else. So 
Uh, for Jack, this one was hard. This one was hard. I, I wanted to go Teddy. I really wanted to go I, Teddy. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go Teddy. Nice. I think I think Jack would be Teddy because he gets into his own little into his own little world, you know, like me with no, with no, Jack logic and everything else. And he's just kind of there. I don't think he's the whole military army type where he's like onward men, but I could see him like you guys think I could uh, dodge this train. And we're like, yeah, yeah. don't don't do it. And he'd be like, no, no, I, I think I can do it. I think I can do it. I could see Jack trying to do it. And, and then me coming to the rescue and just knocking him out of the way. Like, are you stupid? Then, yeah. Yeah, that's where I see me. <laughs> and for you, Marley, I, I kind of, now that you say it, I got to agree with you on, on, with Chris. Yeah. Definitely with Chris. You seem like, like you were, you're a little, little different, you know, a little, could have that bad <laughs> image as a kid, you know, the, the sleeve of the tattoos and stuff like that and then all of a sudden <laughs> you meet you and you're like oh this is such a wonderful person and you know oh, you, can't, <laughs> you can't judge a book i'm not a tattoo guy like my wife has them i have no tattoos on my body you're coming at me with a needle it better be to take blood because i'm sick or for a vaccination that is the only time i'm gonna let my wife has them and i told her she could have as many as she wanted as long as you don't tell me the price and I don't I have don't to get one. Yeah. Yeah. But I definitely got to say you're, you're the, you're Chris. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's um, what? Oh yeah. We got to do you. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Where do we go? Oh my goodness. No I think I did this to you the other day too, on the two point, just straight. Skip you. Just straight. Skip me. Skip my point. Um, uh, for me, I'd, I'd say Teddy for sure. I was, I was definitely rambunctious. I was wild. I <laughs> was, was yeah was yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) um definitely teddy for sure andrew uh i didn't pick one of the four main characters i picked the i don't remember his name um and i don't know why so i have have very little background as to why but he's the uh when they're crossing through the (laughs) the old man in the junkyard yeah the junkyard dude (laughs) okay i see you just getting pissed off at like kids running through your property and just like sick of a dog on him or something sick as balls sick balls you know we're done with this before we get to the ratings i want to bring up that part too because i completely forgot about that until you brought that up but yeah okay i, I see you as him. i don't know why but like when i saw them like that's andrew for sure yeah um and then marley i struck you as a gordy yeah i know i thought that too creative and smart so because you were all in the smart classes like gordy was i was so but I was the troublemaker in all of those classes. You could be too. You don't know. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> so yeah, they don't even have them listed in the cast. Really? <laughs> the the, the I liked him because, like I said, I, I kind of want to go back to that. I love it when they are scared of Chopper because the yeah. mythical versus reality thing is absolutely amazing when you're a child, and then when he's pointing each one of them out and he's like, I know your father, I know your father. I'm going to tell all your parents except for you, you know, with the loony. And I remember that so much as a kid where you would get into trouble with your friends. You'd be like, I know your mother. I know your father. We're all going to tell them. So yeah, I would be the junk air guy. I wouldn't want kids in there. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's perfect. I think you just went with the grumpy old man thing. That's not it at all. 
<laughs> what was his name? It was like Mr. It was like something. I don't Milo. Know. Oh, Milo Pressman. Pressman and his dog Chopper. There he is. Milo Maybe Pressman. I'll, I should dress up as him on Halloween and take my dog out and call her Chopper. Sick balls. Do it. See who gets it. <laughs> Sick balls, Chopper. Sick. That's such a weird thing in like the 80s with the, the balls in the movies because Monster Squad with the Wolfman. The Wolfman has nards. Right. I don't know if you have you seen Monster Squad, Jack, or no? No, I don't know. Oh, I'd have to see it to remember if I saw it. All right, so let's go with the ratings. So our lowest rating is Burn the Film, horrible movie, not suitable for any human or living thing's eyes. Uh, one and done, good movie, but would not watch it again. Uh, re- rewatch would watch the movie again if bored, and favorite would watch it even. If it were on cable, who wants to go first? Go first. I'll, I'll give it a rewatch. I'd rewatch this film. I don't think I'd go so far to as to like search it out specifically. But if somebody's like, hey, you want to watch Sam by me? I'm like, yeah, sure. Fair enough. Rewatch. Uh, it's definitely one of my favorites. <laughs> it was my pick for this week. So uh, yeah, it's one of my favorites. I would actively search out this movie. I think I've seen it close to like 100 times now. Jeez. I love this movie. Fair enough. I would definitely say favorite because it, like I said, it brings you back to the point where life was easy, even though it seemed more difficult and just going to find a dead body was pretty much the coolest thing on your plate. And you would actually have time to go find a dead body. And then you realize at the end, you know, there's going to be a point in your life, even though you don't realize it, that you will never see that core group of friends again. And if you do it possibly very seldom. So I definitely got to say it's a favorite for that because even though I did not ever go find a dead body, it does bring back some great childhood memories. So Jack, you have pick. I, I don't know. I have a lot of films in mind, but Marley has not seen this one. Okay. And I am going to choose the boxing movie Rocky. Wait, what? Never (laughs) seen Rocky. I have not seen Rocky. So we're going to watch Rocky. I know I pick on Jack all the time, and that is like one of the staple movies that I keep saying that I'm going to watch and then haven't watched. But now oh we're going. Goodness. There's five, six of them. I know. Eight if you include the Creed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's there's a trivia question. Which Rocky movie does he not fight in a ring other than Rocky Balboa? I'm pretty sure he does fight in Rocky Balboa. Doesn't he? I mean, yeah. I, he, I, oh, yeah, he does. But which yeah, one does he not fight in a ring? I'm sorry. I was getting Creed. Mixed. Oh, are you asking me? Yeah. Rocky three. Oh, no, it's five. Bam. Rocky five. Cause he, uh, oh my God. I forget who he, who is, who it was. Tommy machine gun Morrison. Yes. Tommy Morrison. I thought he does get in the ring at some point in five. I don't think he like, it's not an actual, like if he does, it's not like a fight fight. Right. It's not like an actual exhibition bout. Right. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening and tune in next month as we review Rocky. And with that being said, on behalf of Jack and Marley, uh, make sure that you tune in every Sunday to the BICBP radio network for new episodes of Let's Talk But No Politics Okay. Every Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Helium Radio Network. Go check out the YouTube channel for Let's Talk But No Politics Okay for great content. And also check out the Facebook page. And if you don't want to go to the BICBP Radio Network, check us out on Apple Podcast and Spotify. And with that being said, good morning, good afternoon, and good night.